This is The Ideation Project, Season 1, Track 11. So one of the best albums in history just celebrated its 50th anniversary. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band by the Beatles dropped in 1967 and quickly became a gold standard for pop music records. But if it debuted today, would we actually hear it the same way? Would we even make it through the entire thing? Would we fast forward and skip somewhere between getting better and fixing a hole? That is if we even got to the Sgt. Pepper's theme in the shuffle of our Spotify stream. With today's multitasking audience driven to shiny objects and distraction, could this classic concept album even be guaranteed any traction? The reality is, if you've even made it this far into this piece, it's cause for celebration. No matter how good or bad this track is, you've likely already moved on. The latest stats show that over 60% of Americans say they only scan headlines and titles and rarely go deeper to read, watch, or listen. And that's just scratching the surface of our increasingly fickle minds. According to a study done by Canadian researchers for Microsoft, the average human attention span has dropped from 12 seconds in the year 2000 to 8 seconds in 2013. That, by the way, is said to be one second less than the attention span of a goldfish. And we don't need to turn this into another dangers of social media screed. We mostly understand the implications of cyberspace and speed leading to more bite-sized media and sensationalism. But what are shorter attention spans doing to the way we consume music? It was less than 20 years ago that the iPod was introduced and it quickly revolutionized the way we listen to music. We suddenly had the ability to be more capricious, to skip a song or parts of it with little effort. Then came MySpace, ringtones, and all manner of online services that meant you no longer had to journey to a store to find your favorite song. It was about the music at your fingertips. Now the dominance of streaming services from Spotify to Pandora to iTunes and YouTube means that the culture of shuffling and skipping has become the norm. The fickle patterns of music consumption have had such an impact that they are changing the way music is actually produced. A new OSU study finds that chart-topping pop songs now feature instrumental intros that are four times shorter than they were in 1986. Get to the vocals and zoom to the chorus before the chance of diversion. There's no longer an appetite for stairway to heaven immersion. Oh, we have more musical options at our fingertips than we've had in human history, but it's also coming at a cost, that of the way we feel and experience art. Think of it, does the crescendo of a piece of music have the same impact if you're only skipping to the summit? Hearing, say, 20 seconds of the Beatles' A Day in the Life as a ringtone is like witnessing the expansive majesty of the Grand Canyon through a smartphone pick. Oh, you might get the idea, but you're not getting the experience. Think of classic pieces of composition that have enthralled us and inspired our emotions for entire lifetimes, and then imagine them in bite-sized forms, or imagine shuffling through them on Pandora. 
Ravel's Bolero is really just one musical pattern repeated, but it runs 14 minutes long. The very evocative nature of that piece is in fact about the way it builds. Pressing fast forward or skipping to the next track after 20 seconds of Bolero would be tantamount to consuming the entirety of Ulysses by reading the back cover. And if we were to flip through Queen's classic rock opus, Bohemian Rhapsody, what section of the song would we choose? It's a collage of melodic parts that surely have to be experienced as a full oral journey. Sgt. Pepper's is doubtless one of the most influential albums of all time. It is the middle period Beatles at their creative pioneering best, blending sonics, textures, and ideas. It is a record of musical pieces sewn together by a theme, the height of a great concept album that would pave the way for Pet Sounds, or Ziggy Stardust, or The Wall, or Rumors, or the Radiohead masterpiece OK Computer, which just celebrated its 20th anniversary. These are recordings that are at their best when devoured from beginning to end, and in the order that the artist intended for us to hear. Would we think of Sgt. Pepper's as the same classic if the songs had been randomly pre-released one at a time on Spotify? Would it have the same cohesion if the tracks had only ever been heard on shuffle mode? Would we have even made it to that cacophonic climax of a day in the life towards the end of a song that is almost six minutes long? The album is not totally dead. In some indie circles and more specialized genres of music, it's still king. And there are some exceptions in the pop world where albums are still celebrated. Think of Beyonce's Lemonade or Drake's Views, both of which had album listening parties and are considered to be long form pieces to be consumed as a whole. But our attention spans are on a collision course with the patience and pause it takes to consider some pieces of art. No truly worthy artistic experience comes too quickly. If only there were a device by which you could play your music with a warm deep sound and yet be unable to change the song or album without getting up and physically picking up and putting down, say, a needle. Creating the conditions where we might have to listen to a whole song or album would be exhilarating. Let's face it, that would be progress. <laughs> 